Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. A new era. Because as you can see, this is on YouTube, and I don't have a guest. We're going to be uploading, starting today, this episode. Every single episode goes on YouTube every Tuesday morning. Whether it's just me ranting, whether we have a guest, uh, I, don't, I don't know what the other options are. But every Tuesday, YouTube. Finger guns. I'm doing finger guns. Listen, if you're just listening, you don't see the finger guns. I'm being real cool about it. Um, but we're going to do podcast big in 2022. That's the year it is. I almost said 2021. Uh, to, on today's docket, and it'll be the show 22 news, question mark, maybe. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about potential cover options. I know we all know who we think it should, slash could, slash probably will be. But hey, it's worth talking about. Um but that's really it. So let's just let's just jump right on into it. So on YouTube, hello again. Thank you for watching. If you haven't subscribed yet, drop a sub. Um, you see the, the the schedule in front of me, the rank season schedule. This was kind of news without giving us news. So let's talk about this. Rank season number ten, which is the one going on right now, January third to January thirty first. There are no new rewards. You could just get other ones. Whatever. Rank season number 11. January 31st to February 28th. Again, not expecting anything new. They haven't given us new rewards in 10. They're not going to give us new rewards in 11. But here's the important one. Why are we talking about rank seasons? Because it kind of maybe gives us an indicator of what the release date for 22 looks like. Rank seasons number 12. Theoretically, the final, hopefully, the final rank season of 2021 goes from February 28 to April 11. So, this could mean maybe the new game drops mid-April. I would imagine when a new game drops, the rank season will begin that same day, in all likelihood anyway. So, maybe April 11 is drop day. Maybe there's a little bit of like a uh, an overlap there to give some people time to a couple days to get MLB The Show 22. So maybe like April 7th or 8th, the new game comes out. Um, you know, I think all of us are a little confused as to how the potential lockout impacts things. San Diego Studio has rights to the MLB Players Association, but right now MLB and MLB Players Association are not getting along. So maybe is that why we haven't had a cover release yet? Um, who's to say? I mean, it's been everybody really across the entire community as far as like developers and, and marketers and things like that have been essentially silent. I haven't seen anything on, on anything about anything. Um, and the very smart people in our community, the content creators and, and just fans of the game would be all over it if someone even hinted hinted at news. Um, so right now, the best guess we have is first or second week of April. You know, that's basically in time for the start of the season if the season were to start on time. Right now, who knows? I, I read something today that um, the MLBPA and the MLB are hopefully coming to the table within the next two weeks to talk about fixing their, 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 their bullshit. Um, I don't know why they've waited essentially four or five weeks to do that. 
I understand that they let the holidays go by without really having a conversation. And in my head, I'm like, <laughs> excuse me, what the fuck? Why? We can still have conversations. We can still exchange emails during this, during this period. Um, so it's a really crummy time right now because there, it, it's, it's just uncertainty. You know, if we knew more, even if the information was negative, let's just say, let's just say San Diego Studio comes out and says, listen, we cannot make a game or we cannot produce, publish, put forth a game until the lockout ends. At least that gives us a sense of clarity where it's like, ah, all right, every single day we don't have to wait on our phones for news. Does it mean we're stuck with this shitty game for a little while? Probably. It also probably means they can't give us a ton of new content. It sucks. But, you know, they say no news is good news. In this situation, I don't think so. I'd rather know something. Again, even if it's like, even if they just said, release date TBD, we're still unsure of how the lockout affects us. I'm I'm sure that's not the case. But like, even if it was so vague as that, uh, to me, that's better than nothing. I'd rather know that than be left completely in the dark with all this stuff. To a much lesser degree, I'd also like talking about being left in the dark. You know, uh, the whole community is still pining for that Kirby Puckett card. We're not going to harp on that. It's an inconsequential card at this point in the year. But the silence on that front of not giving us the 99 Kirby Puckett is very strange to me. I saw another good point on Twitter today. You know, Roberto Alomar was in this game, and then all the allegations of all the terrible things that he allegedly did came forward, and they just basically, they didn't drop his card from the game, but they were like, that's it, no more cards Roberto Alomar. Kirby Puckett's a new legend this year. They knew of the alleged, presumably anyway, they knew of the alleged disputes in his past. Um, I don't know exactly what happened, but not good things were alleged against him. Um, They still bought his rights 15 years after his death. But maybe because of the environment we live in and, and this and that, they just decided, you know what? Maybe we're not going to introduce another of his card into the game. It's a whole separate ethical conversation. It's a morality conversation. I don't know what SDS's thinking was, but, like, I'd love clarity. Kind of the same thing with the Omar Vizquel situation, too. He's also, turns out, not a fantastic person. Um, Just clarity. Clarity in these situations is always better than silence. Really, across the board, most times, clarity is always better than silence, whether it's in video games or life. I am the type of person who prefers facts and knowledge uh, instead of just pure conjecture, which is what all of us are doing right now. And I know, I mean... To some degree, we're so interested in what's about to happen because we love this game, or <laughs> we love what this game could be. We love that this how this game could perform. We love baseball. Period. Stop there. Like that's that's what we love. Baseball. I just want to know when I'm going to be able to play a better baseball experience. Uh, that's another reason we're all clamoring for this next game because we're kind of sick and tired of this one, and we we're, we're praying, and I think we actually have some shred of confidence that the next one will be better. Honestly. So, February 28th is what we're looking at right now. I'm sorry, uh, February 28th is when the final rank season starts. April 11th is when it ends. Because they worded it and listed it this way, I would imagine that means there's no rank seasons 13. Unless, of course, the lockout really messes things up even further. And then they're like, shit, we have to extend this game's lifespan. I don't know what we do to get people playing because there won't be any content. Presumably. Um... But that, they're gonna have to do that. I don't. I don't think they can shadow drop a game without player faces in it. You know. I don't. I don't know. So it'll be very interesting. 
Um, while we're on the subject of calendars, people on YouTube can see this. Again, thank you for watching. Subscribe if you haven't. If you're just listening, don't worry, I'm going to talk it through. I am a very good de describer of things. Let's look at the calendar. So, the new event started... When did this start? Founders Club. Is that tomorrow? Or today? Alright, so today I'm recording January 10th. Tomorrow, or the day you're listening, January 11th, we have a new event, the Founders Club event. Part one of two events to earn a signature legend player and classic finest player. It's 99 signature Will Clark. Um, is one of them anyway. I don't know if they released the other one. Let's check. I, I've kind of been off the grid today. We got a puppy a couple days ago, guys. She's a Border Collie puppy. And my God, is she preventing me from sleeping or doing anything productive? Uh, let's look. Let's look. I'm on my phone right now. I'm on my phone. Thank you guys for bearing with me. This isn't really good content for YouTube or anything. Um, MLB, no, 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 Sony, no, MLB, the show, here we go, um, yeah, I got Will Clark here, so I don't know what the finest classic thing is, um, but you have to use the eight original National League clubs in the event. So that might be fun, it might also be awful, I also really don't care about Will Clark at all. But that starts January 11th, a.k.a. the day you're listening to this slash watching this. Um, January 14th, you got the 11th inning showdown. You know, hooray. Uh, and then the second part of the Founders Club event is January 18th. Nothing new will happen there. Just have a second chance. They'll probably change up the event uh, requirements. Other things we can talk about here. Um, the program. The 11th inning program is here. As you can see, it's the final program, because in the top left corner there, 3,277 days left to finish it. <laughs> That's a long effing time, guys. That's forever. That's a long time. Uh, nothing really to report here. You get some, some decent-looking bat skins. Um, it looks like they pretty much threw the kitchen sink at you with packs and, you know... Bosses and henchmen and bosses and henchmen and classics and bosses and henchmen and classics. It's just ba da da ba. It's a million things. And oh wow, they actually really extended this event quite long. Um, two million XP to finish the event, or not the event, the program rather. Sorry, goes all the way to level seventy. Uh, it won't take people as long as you think, but. Again, I mean, it's like everyone has these cards already. I have every single card in the game. I don't need them. It's just cool to get the stubs. But again, I don't even need the stubs. Like, what are stubs good for anymore? Uh, absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing is the answer. Thank you. Um, but the programs here gives you everything you need. They've dropped um, the new Conquest, if I knew where it was. New Conquest. Happy New Year, Conquest. You got to do some things to do this thing. That's really all it is. It's not that important nor pivotal, but it gives you a ton of XP. You only have to steal 2 million fans as the only, like, funky thing you gotta do. That's exceptionally easy. So, uh, it doesn't even matter there. Um, I am very interested, by the way, going back to... Sorry, I'm all over the place today. I haven't opened this game in a while. <sighs> Talking about the Founders Club event again. I want to go back to that. I'm sorry, I'm scatterbrained. A classic finest player. Who are we getting? It's going to be a 99 at this point in the year. Uh, maybe this is their way of dumping more good stuff on us to make us shut up. Because uh, Will Clark, even if he has a sweet swing and is going to be decent against right-handed pitching, he's not a card we're going to keep playing for. 
But what if they dropped us a cool uh, Classic Finest? What if it's like... What if it's a legit endgame card? What if, I mean, we're in the endgame now. Thanos said that first. Um, but, like, what if it's a real card is what I'm getting at. What, I, like, I, I have no motivation really to play ranked seasons anymore. Like, it's the new ranked season. I've played one game and I lost. Um, it was a theme team build. We're doing theme team Thursdays, by the way, now on YouTube. Every Thursday, a new theme team. Uh, but they're wacky theme teams, okay? They're not like, let's be the Giants. No, no, no. We've done a Betty White theme team. We've done a Spider-Man theme team. This Thursday, spoiler alert, if you're listening to the podcast, you'll know ahead of time, we're doing a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme team. Uh, very on-brand for this channel, of course. So, every Thursday, those will come out. But I'm going to do them in ranked seasons. And essentially, at this point in my life, that's the only time I'm going to opening ranked seasons. I don't feel the need to continue to play ranked seasons anymore if there are no rewards or... or, or there's no value in playing. You know, I've made World Series every season but the first one because the first season was too long or it took too much uh, time to get to World Series. I have nothing left to accomplish. I don't feel the need to do it. I'm going to probably just play a lot of events in BR. Just mess around. Parallel 5, my guys. Like, most of my team is Parallel 5. Um, you know, a couple guys still there. Mike Trout needs another level. Trey Turner needs another level. Jimmy Fox needs another level. Like, I'm there. And then if I get the bench done, I get the bench done. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, so who knows? We'll see. Maybe, maybe they give us a card that moves the needle. That's all I'm getting at here. Um, guys, so we're going to read the ads right now. A little halfway point. We're going to take a little time out. Read the ads. As you can see, it's in my desk. I forgot to take them out. So, uh, professional streamer, YouTuber, podcaster. But first off, look at these ads. I got them written down because I'm a professional. Thrive Fantasy. Uh, very excited to be working with Thrive Fantasy. It's a daily fantasy sports app based around player props. Thrive Fantasy has eliminated the need to do countless hours of research like those other DFS apps because it only asks you about the top-tier athletes in a respective sport. To play MLB games on Thrive Fantasy, you uh, choose 5 out of the 10 player prop options to build your lineup. I just realized we're not playing MLB games anymore because the MLB season's over. Uh, you're not playing NFL really anymore. You can play through the playoffs, but NBA is probably your sweet spot right now. Uh, basically, you choose 5 out of 10 player prop options, whatever fucking sport you pick. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under, based on how likely it is to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points possible, you could win a share of the prize pool. If you're looking to play games and make money watching or passively observing your favorite sports, use promo code THESHOWTHEPOD when you sign up for Thrive Fantasy today. You'll receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of 20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Google Play Store, or by going online to thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Next, Rogue Energy. There's a lot of copy here. Look at, look at all these words. We're not going to read all these words. Here's what you need to know. Dissolves completely in water. Huge. Tastes incredible. This is not a joke. I have the Dragon Passion Fruit Hydration Formula. Literally amazing. Literally amazing. You get cracked out of your mind. You focus in. It has all the benefits of their energy formula without the caffeine. So that's cool. Uh, you don't get like those caffeine sweats, but you still lock in. They do, of course, have an energy formula if you'd like it. They also have a shake formula. They got a ton of different options, a ton of great flavors. RogueEnergy.com. You use coupon code KDJTV, 10% off your whole order. Uh, it helps you, helps me, helps Rogue. Everybody wins. So RogueEnergy.com. KDJTV gets you 10% off, and tag me if you buy something, uh, because I love you. So thank you. 
All right, guys, we're going to end, not end the episode. We still have a little little more time together. Um, but we're going to talk about potential cover options. And, and you know, we're going to start at the very obvious place. Um, start at the very obvious place. I don't know where I'm going. We're scrolling through the inventory. We're scrolling through the inventory. The very obvious place at which everybody thinks it's going to happen, and I don't disagree, Shohei Otani. MLB The Show, SHO, 22. It makes too much sense. I mean, he was literally Jesus Christ incarnate on a baseball field this year. The talk of the town, set records. Feels like he's an incredibly popular, well-likable individual. You know, Fernando Tatis, if you're in your sane mind, is a very likable individual. But he's a little polarizing for whatever reason. I mean, if again, if you're sane, he's not polarizing. Uh, but Shohei Otani... Basically, unless you're a Blue Jays fan and thought he, Vladimir Guerrero got robbed for the MVP, which you're wrong, Shohei Otani is, like, universally beloved. If he's on the cover, that'd be super cool. Again, we talked about this last year. Last year, around this time, or maybe even earlier, probably a little earlier, we did, like, a cover conversation. Who could be in that conversation? And there's so many things that go into it. Like, we all predicted Tatis. We all hoped for Tatis. We got Tatis. It made sense, right? Incredible young talent. San Diego-based for San Diego Studio. It was pandemic time, so it was easier to get a local player available in the studio for a shoot and all these kind of things. It just made sense. Shohei, another West Coast guy. Maybe that makes travel a little easier. Um, I don't know if he's in Japan or if he stays stateside. I'm not sure. Um... But the one thing we don't know is, like, what other contracts these athletes have. Shohei could have another contract to be on another video game cover. I don't know. Like, RBI or Tap Baseball or uh, whatever. the f- I don't know what other video games exist for baseball. But who knows? That might infringe upon his ability to be on this cover. Maybe he has another contract that's not related to a video game that impedes his ability to be on a cover. Like, we, we don't know. Um, so, again, every prediction we make here, every guess we take... It's all a grain of salt, because we just don't know. We hope. A Shohei Otani cover would look sick, would look incredible. It's the thumbnail of this video. That's, I mean, that's not official, of course. That's incredible fan art. Um, I don't know who put it together, but I'm crediting that person now by saying I absolutely love, 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 love that cover. It looks amazing. Um, I mean, it just makes sense, man. MLB The Show? S-H-O? Come on! MLB The Show 22. So, Shohei Otani-san, he's a pitcher, he's a hitter, he's got a beautiful smile, he is Shohei Otani. I want him on the cover. I think it'd be incredible if he's on the cover. Another option, we mentioned him already. We mentioned him already. Vladdy Jr. Vladdy Jr., another one, universally liked, it seems like. I don't know if I've heard anybody, at least within the past calendar year, say they dislike Vlad Guerrero. Is it too early to crown him the next, you know, year-in, year-out triple crown candidate? Probably. Is he amazing? Yes. Show me a little more consistency. This was your first big year. You totally earned it. Let's have a second big year. So that's why he's not number one for me. That's why I think Shohei is. Shohei, we've known for a long time that he could pitch and hit. He's had some injury problems, but this was like, he put it all together. This was the year. Vladdy has had some issues with weight, which he's overcome. Total credit to him. Um... He's not a two-way guy, so I'd automatically, like Shohei's automatically a stratosphere above him. But Vlad Guerrero would be really cool on a cover. 
Um, it would also, you know, they always or almost always release a Canadian cover as well. This would prevent them from having to do that because it would be the same photo shoot. Um, you know, uh, another great option. But I also think this is, a, this is a shot out of left field here. Another really good option is his teammate, Bo Bichette. Bo, likable, exciting. A couple really productive seasons. Flair. You know, he's a shortstop just like Tatis. He's got that flair. He's got the long hair. He's got the style, the athleticism. A fun team like the Blue Jays. I think that color blue for them is such a cool potential design aspect of a cover. A really cool blue. Um, I would. I think it would be super cool if Boba Shit was on the cover. The downside is he does not have, like, the star name like Shohei or Guerrero or the next two players, we're gonna th really next three players we're going to talk about. We're only talking about six players in total, so Bo's number three. Um, I just, I don't know if he's got the, the chutzpah, as they say, um, or chutzpah, however they say it. Um, I, I just think Bo would be super cool in the car. That, that's, that's why I wanted to bring him up here. Is it a dark horse? Yes, it's out of left field completely. But I think it would be super, super cool if Bo was on the cover. Next, we're grooving. We're grooving through the inventory here. We're going to the Braves. Ronald Acuna Jr. did not play essentially the second half of this season while his team won the World Series. That sucks. He got a ring, of course, or will get a ring whenever the ceremony happens next year. But man, it sucks. You could argue that the Braves would not have won the World Series unless he got hurt because all the trades they made were so impactful and so timely as far as like the hits they got and this and that. You could maybe argue it was a sum-of-the-parts type scenario, but there is no doubting that on a day-to-day -day basis, outside of a seven-game snippet in, or, or uh, whatever the amount of playoff games they played, fucking 20-game playoffs, on a day-to-day -day basis, they're better with Ronald Acuna Jr. It's not even a question. Um, he is, again, exciting, young, flashy, Steals bases, hits home runs, incredible in the field, or at least good enough in the field. Cannon for an arm. It all makes sense. It all makes sense. The only hesitation I have with this one is that he did miss so much time last year. It's cool that they'd honor the Braves for winning the World Series by putting a Brave on the cover, but at the same time, he doesn't even have any photos for the postseason because he wasn't there. Um, and it's not like they can like superimpose a, like a World Series crown, like a ring, a crown, or I don't even know what I'm saying, but like something on his photo. That would just not look authentic. But Ronald Acuna, if he's not on this cover, is destined, destined for an MLB The Show cover at some point. And I'm 100% confident in saying that. Um, he's, a, he's a, you know, perennial MVP candidate when he stays on the field. It's just that simple. Uh, next... Staying in the National League East. Actually, the next two are all from the National League East. Um, Juan Soto. Put the man on the cover. He is. You're all going to argue with me. And I don't care. He is the best pure hitter in baseball. It's, it's as simple as that. He's the best pure hitter in baseball. Pull, opposite field, power, average. Takes walks, is patient. Aside from in the, at the plate, thoroughly improved his fielding this year. Like, they didn't just boost the finest card for no reason. Like, he legit got a lot better in the field by moving to right field. Incredibly likable. Big smile on his face. Already a World Series champion, and he's 22 years old. 
again, like Acuna, he is a future no-brainer on the cover of MLB The Show, in my opinion. Put the man on the cover. He's a Hall of Famer, like, even if he contributes at this pace for 10 more seasons and retires. God, I hope that's not the case. I want to see him in for 20 years in baseball. He's a Hall of Famer. 10 more years of exactly what he's doing, Hall of Famer. Um, just like, you know, generational talent gets thrown around so willy-nilly that it really doesn't matter. A generational talent. Absolutely. Juan Soto is a candidate to be on a cover every single year that he's not been the cover previously. Um, and then, uh, finally, I'm going to stick with it until it happens. There's never been a pitcher on the cover of Elmby the Show, and if any pitcher in the world is deserving, it's Jake DeGrom. It's, it, he is a robot. I know he missed a lot of time, just like Acuna. I get it. I don't care. In this case, it doesn't matter. The Mets didn't go anywhere. It would build some hype for this future season that's about to happen because, God, they're going to be good if they stay healthy. Um, you put DeGrom on the cover, man. I think it would be a cool dynamic to see a pitcher on the cover. I kind of don't know why we've never had one. I know the position players are usually the ones that generate the most buzz, but at the same time, it's like Jake DeGrom is like appointment television when he's on the mound. He is, even for non-Mets uh, non fans, rather. Like, I'm a Yankees fan. That's what I meant to say. I'm a Yankees fan, and if I'm able to watch his game, I'm watching it. It's appointment television. He, the way he dices through a lineup, the way he just overpowers people. Like, you can sit on his pitch and know exactly what's coming, whether it's the heat or the slider. You won't hit it. He's insanity. The Mets offense, hopefully, is a little better this year. Maybe he gets some wins, finally. Not that wins matter. But, like, maybe he gets, like... The, the hard-earned W that he has deserved by pitching as hard as he's pitched and as well as he's pitched. I'm going to keep saying Jake DeGrom should be on the cover until the man gets on one. Just put him on the cover. Um, I don't know how. Maybe there's a way to do, like, there's a hitter cover and a pitcher cover. I don't know. But talking about dual covers, people on YouTube, I can't pull up his card because it doesn't exist. But if there has ever... This is not just the Yankee fan in me. This is almost the pandering human being in me because all of you keep yelling about it. If there's ever been a year to put Derek Jeter on the cover of a video game, just a collector's edition, just like they gave Jackie Robinson, this is the year. Several reasons why. As we've discussed, as other creators have discussed, Derek Jeter doesn't just like plop into a game mid-cycle. If you get his rights, that man's going on a cover. Maybe not the cover. You know, they did Ken Griffey on the cover once, but that's that was different. Derek Jeter should be a cover for the collector's edition. It's the year 2022, a lot of twos. You can easily play Derek Jeter's number two into the whole theme of the cover and the conversation. Um, you know, he's going to cost a boatload of money to get his rights if he's willing to give them up. In theory... San Diego Studios has never had more money because this game has been on two, um, two systems for the past year, making a lot of money from both PlayStation 5 users or PlayStation users, period, and Xbox users. I really think, and we've talked about this with other people I've interviewed on this, on this podcast, is that this year was kind of like a feeling out process, like a trial period for a lot of stuff as far as cross-platform, as far as what works, what doesn't, as far as, like, you know, what game modes or what missions and things the new users to the game did not vibe with, did not like. Maybe that's why there was no extreme program this year, because new players from Xbox would get intimidated 
by Extreme and maybe leave. Maybe they realize too many people in general got you know intimidated by Extreme. I don't know the answers. But this year was really like a testing phase. It was a control phase where they could be like, okay, this worked, this didn't. We have all this new money, this, in theory, doubled user base. Let's give the people what they want. Let's focus, first of all, on a good game because they have the resources to do so. Hopefully they'll have one server room for this game, dedicated to this game. But you want people to come back, you put Derek Jeter in this game. So Derek Jeter should be the Collection Edition cover. My picks are Shohei and Derek Jeter. I, I, that's not going out of left field. It's probably tired because a million people have said it already. But if we're going to be honest, we're going to be realistic. It's going to be Shohei and Derek Jeter, I think. And both of those situations move units. You have Yankees fans or just 90s and early 2000s baseball fans, Derek Jeter. You have the international audience and West Coast and Angels fans for Shohei. Really just baseball fans in general love Shohei. New school, old school, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect. So if I were a betting man, and I'd use uh, Show the Pod on Thrive Fantasy if I was... Um, Thank you. That's called a very spontaneous plug. Very, very uh, easy plug. Um, a Shohei. Shohei and Derek. Those are my choices. I, I think I think that just makes so much sense. So, guys, do face cam here. Look at me. There we go. If you guys are listening, again, thank you for listening. You can watch on YouTube. This is a new thing now, if it's easier for you during your day to watch on YouTube. Um, but stream schedule for this week. We're going to stream Thursday or Friday night. Still trying to figure out which one. I might have uh, dinner with my cousin one night. But we're going to, you know, on Twitter, KDJTV611, always going to talk. Either Saturday or Sunday morning, potentially. I might have to work. Work sucks. Um, and then, real shitty thing. So, I have to get all four wisdom teeth out on Monday. As in, January 17th. So, I will have a podcast for you that Tuesday. I'm going to record it the day before. Um, as far as streams that week, it's all dependent upon how, um, uh, how far I can open my mouth. So we'll see how that goes. I will be communicating via Twitter. Trust me, the second I can stream, I want to. Because I feel like I haven't streamed, uh, streamed, Jesus, I almost made a board, streamed a ton lately, and I, I want to get back on the grind. So we're going to do that. But podcast episodes are here, gameplays are here, Theme Team Thursdays are still here. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, comment down below your thoughts on cover, your thoughts on the new game, when it's coming, if it's coming, how it's coming. Uh, and subscribe. The biggest thing you can do to help this channel is to subscribe. I don't mean to be pandering. I don't mean to be a pain in the dick. But I enjoy doing this. I'm going to do it anyway. But it would be cool to see some rewards. So let's just subscribe. I want to get this to the point where I can have like a dedicated URL to this channel. Need a thousand subs to get there. We're, we're shy of a hundred. By the end of this year, I want to get as close to 1,000 as humanly possible. So if you're listening to this episode... Sub. Thank you so much, guys. I love you all. I hope you enjoyed the episode. See you next week.